Shalom to all. Today's office Kedushin Navchaf Hey, and we are starting about the second line with the words Sabi de Nizunya. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Yaakov Maisha, her Nishama should have an Aliyah. And Lili Nishmas, Mars Rifka Basar Meir Zev, her Nishama should have an Aliyah. Now we have learned that if a master cuts off the tip of one of the Evarim of his Evid Kanani, the Evid goes free. And one of the key factors over here is that it has to be Omum Shabagali. It has to be revealed. So now we have a story about this. Sabi de Nizunya, Lyosol, the Pirkei of Chizda, the elders of Nizunya, which was a place, they didn't come to the Shir or Chizda. Amr of Hamnuna, Rav Chizda told Rav Hamnuna, Ziltan Inhu, go hide them away, which is a nice way of saying put them in Nidu, put them in Cherem, because they didn't come. So also Amr Lehu, he went and told them, My time with Rabban Lepirka, why didn't you come to the Shir? So Amr they told him, Am I Nasi, why should we come? The Be'inim Minei Milsa, we asked him something, Vlai Pashat Lon, he didn't answer it for us. Amr Lehu, so he told them, Mi Be'isu Minoi Midi, Vlai Pashat Nalchu, did you ever ask me anything and I didn't answer it for you? Ask me a question. So Bo Minei, they asked him the following question, Avich Chaser Sari Rabbi Bebetzim Mahu. Let's say Master made his Evid sterile because he did something to his testicles. What's the halacha there? Kumum shabagali dummy. Is this considered like a mum shabagali because they hang out of the body so it's revealed? I lie, or perhaps not because they're inside the scrotum so you can't actually see them. Elayev biyadir of Hamnuna didn't have an answer. Amrulay they asked him, Mashimcha, what's your name? Amrulay told them, Hamnuna, my name's Hamnuna. Amrulay they told him, Love Hamnuna, El Karnuna. Your name's not Hamnuna, it's Karnuna. Karnuna is lotion of Kronos, as in Yashve Kronos, people that hang out by the corners, meaning you don't know Tyre because you didn't answer our question. So as the commander of Chazir, Hamnuna went back to Chazir and told him what happened. Amrulay he told him, they asked you a Mishnah. Did not. The Mishnah tells Beferish, twenty four tips of a varim of a person. None of them are going to be matam because of Michya. Now, Michya is a type of Tsaras. And in order to determine if Tsaras is Tame, a Kayan has to have a look at it. And we learn from Apostle that the Kayan has to be able to see the entire Nega at once. Therefore, if it's at the tip of a limb, it's not going to be Tame because it slopes away. For example, as we're going to see the tip of a finger. If there's a Nega there, some of it's on the fingernail side and some of it's on the fingerprint side. And Veiluhim, these are them. The tips of the fingers and toes. Varasha has nine, the tips of the ears, Varasha Chaitim, the tip of the nose, Varasha Gvia, the tip of the male member, Rashi Dadim Shabisha, and the tips of breasts of a woman, and Rabbi Hudaim Rabbi Huda says Afshabish, even the breasts of a man, whereas according to Tanakama, a man's chest doesn't stick out of his body enough, and it's not considered sloping, so therefore it's not considered a Rosh Aver, Fitanya Allah, and a Brasa was taught on that, Bikulam with all these, Evidjats Baham Lakhiras, and Evid's gonna go free if his master cuts them off. Now Rabbi Aimi Rabbi says Afha Sirus, even Sirus, which is when the master makes an Evid sterile, and we're gonna talk about this in a moment. And Benazi and Benazi says Afalasha even the tongue. If the master cuts the tip of the tongue of his Eved, he's going to go free. And Omar Meir, Rebbe Yami Rebbe says, Afa Siros, even Siros. Now, Siros Demai, what does that mean that he made him sterile? Even if you want to say Siros to Ged, that he made him sterile because he cut off his Ged, his male member, Hanu Gvia. That's the same thing as Gvia. And Mishnah says that Beferosh, El must be, Siros debates him, that he made him sterile because he did something to the Batesim, to the testicles themselves. And so we see this is considered a moment that an Eved is going to go free by. And now we further analyze this. Rebbe Yami Rebbe says, Afa Siros. Ask the Gemara of Rebbe Lashon Loi. Rebbe doesn't hold that the tongue is one of the Avarim, that if the Eved Kanani gets the tip of it cut off, he's going to get set free. Because again, Rebbe only mentions Siros and he doesn't mention tongue, and it's Ben Aze that mentions tongue. But Vermin will ask you, Stira. This has to do with someone who's Tomei Mace. We know that we have to maza him, we have to sprinkle him with the Mechatos, with waters mixed with the ashes of Parah Aduma. And one of the key factors is that it has to be sprinkled on an exposed part of his body. So here's the memra Harim Isha Haya Maza Vinitza Hazal Piv, someone who's sprinkling and went onto his mouth. Rebbe Yom Rebbe says, Hiza, that's considered a valid sprinkling. Vachamim, the say, Loi Hiza, that's not a valid Hazal. Now, my love must be, what are we talking about? Alashainai, that it was sprinkled on his tongue. The Rebbe considers it an exposed part of his body, and the Chum do not. So Gemara says, Loi, Al-Svasav, we're talking about it on his lips. As the Gemara Al-Svasav, Pshita, it's obvious if it was sprinkled on his lips, that's considered an exposed part of his body, and even the Chumim would not argue with that, and Rebbe doesn't even have to tell us that. So Gemara says, No, Malatim, you might have thought, Zim de Chum sometimes he purses his lips tightly, and then his lips are not revealed and they're not exposed. Kamash Malan, the Chedesh is that if the Mechatas was sprinkled on his lips, that's considered a valid Hazal, and he would be Tahar. As the Gemara Vatanya, Alashainai, we have a Rasai that tells us, Beferosh, that if it was sprinkled 
sprinkled on his tongue, that's considered a valid hazah. Furthermore, we have a discussion regarding mumin on a bachar. We know a bachar is a firstborn kosher animal that has to be given to a kain, and if it has a certain type of mum, so then it's not brought as a carbon, and the kain could just eat it on his own. What's one of those mumin? Bishanithal rev halashain, if the majority of the tongue is cut off the animal. Whereas Rebbe Yami Rebbe says, rev hamadaber the majority of the speaking part of the tongue. Now, even though animals don't speak, the speaking part of the tongue is the part that's not attached to the body. So we see very clearly the Rebbe holds that a tongue is considered an exposed part of the body. So how could we say that in regards to mumin that an ev is going to be set free by, tongue is not included. So the Gemara says, right, Ella, Rebbe, Imer, Siros, When Rebbe told us that Siros is one of those things and Evan is going to be set free for, it's not only Siros, but it's for sure Lashain if his tip of his tongue was cut off. And Benazai, Rebbe Benazai says, Lashain, only the tip of his tongue is cut off, Aval Siros Loi, but Siros is not something an ev is going to go free by. So now we ask Lashain Ben Azai, Umay Af. So why does Ben Azai say Af? It seems to be that he's adding something on to Rebbe. Mashma that Rebbe does not hold of Lashain, but we just said that Rebbe does hold of Lashain. The answer is, Akamai, so he's going on the first part, meaning when we mentioned all the Rashi Varim, Ben Azai is going on that, saying Af Halashain. Ask Gemara Yachiv, that's so Nekadma de Ben Azai de Resha. We should mention Ben Azai's Shita first, because Ben Azai is a little bit more inclusive, and Rebbe is more inclusive than Ben Azai. So first we should mention Ben Azai that says Af Halashain, and then we should mention Rebbe saying Af Asiros, adding Siros onto Lashain. Why do we do it in a different order? So my answer is Tana Shamalad Rebbe Bakava. The Tana first heard Rebbe's Shita and he set it into his teaching. Vishamalad Ben Azai, and then he heard Ben Azai's Shita, Vitani, and he taught Ben Azai's Shita as well. Kaima, and this original way that he taught it, with Rebbe applied first, does not move from its place. And even though, yes, if he had originally heard Ben Azai and Rebbe at the same time, he would have first mentioned Ben Azai and then Rebbe, but since he heard Rebbe's Shita first and established that as part of his teaching and only then heard Ben Azai, so he kept the order like that. And now continue to talk about a tongue. Amr Ula Ula says, Hakalmaidim, everyone agrees. Balashin when we're dealing with a tongue, Inyan Toma. In regards to Toma, the Galuhi Sharetz, that's considered revealed, exposed when we're talking about a Sharetz. We know that if a Sharetz falls on an exposed part of a person's body, he's gonna be Tame. And what Ula's telling us is that everyone agrees by a tongue, the same thing would be. Let's say a person was sticking out his tongue, he wanted to lick his ice cream cone, and then a dead Sharetz fell on his tongue, he's gonna be Tame because of that. And we explain my time away is that Ashur Yigabai Amrachmana. The Tyrus says Ashur Yigabai that touches him, Vahainami Barnagiyahu. And the tongue is something that can be touched by a Sharetz, and therefore if it is, he's gonna be Tame. However, Inyan Tvila, in regards to going to the mikvah, ketamadami, is considered like it's hidden, it's not exposed, and a person does not have to have his tongue touched by the mikvah water. My time, why is that? Because Rachel's Bissar by my mom, Rachmana, the Torah says, his flesh shall touch the water. Ma Bissari Mavroi, just like his flesh is on the outside, Afkal Mavroi, so to anything which is outside, which is exposed, needs to touch the water. They only argue in regards to Hazah. Rebbe compares Hazah to Toma, and the same way that if Toma touches the tongue, his entire body will be Tame. So too, if he gets Hazah on his tongue, that's considered a valid Hazah. Or as Rabban compared to Tvila, and the same way that the tongue does not need Tvila, so too, if the tongue gets Hazah, that's not considered a valid Hazah. And with Shabbat Bahai Krokamiflagi, they both argue in the same Pasuk. The Pasuk in regards to Hazah tells us, and the tar shall sprinkle on the Tame. So Rebbe Sava Rebbe holds, and he puts the comma after the word v'chitai. As we see from here, the Pasuk's telling us that the tar shall sprinkle on the Tameh on the third and seventh day, and v'chitai means he shall make him tahar. So we see that when we're talking about someone who is Tameh, as it says, tahar al it says the word v'chitai, he shall make him tahar by getting water sprinkled on him, so therefore it's compared to Toma. Whereas Rabban and Sabri, the Rabban holy put the comma before the word v'chitai, and the Pasuk is read as follows, and he shall purify him on the seventh day and wash his clothing and immerse himself in water. 
water. So we see that purifying him al yidei haza is compared to immersing in a mikvah. Asik moreover, Rabban and Amin damil Toma. Why did the Rabban compare haza to toma? The answer is tahar mitahar havlo lemelef. It's better to learn tahara from tahara since haza is part of the process of him becoming tahar. So therefore, the Rabban compared to another part of the process of him becoming tahar, namely going to the mikvah. And therefore, the tongue is not a valid thing to be maza on. Now we ask Rabbi Nadamil Tvila, why doesn't Rabbi compare it to Tvila? Why is it compared to Toma? And the answer is because Vichibus Begadav Hefsek Inyan, when the Pasuk says Vichibus Begadav Rachatz Bamayim, those words Vichibus Begadav are Hefsek in between the word Vichitai and Vrachatz Bamayim. And therefore, we cannot compare him immersing himself in the mikvah to the Haza of the Mechatos. But the market he was asking on Shitas Rabbi, Vasafa Rabbi Lenin Tvila Katama Dami, does Rabbi really hold in regards to Tvila? A tongue is considered Tamun, it's considered hidden, and therefore the mikvah water doesn't need to touch a person's tongue. Bama Ravan, Amar Vada, Amar Yitzchak, Maisa, there's a story of Shifcha Shabbos Rabbi with a Shifcha in Rabbi's house. Shetavol of Alsa, she went to the mikvah. She came up, Vinimsa Etzam Mishinel, and a bone was found in between her teeth. Vitzricha Rabbi Tvila Cheres, and Rabbi required her to have another Tvila. Mashma that water does have to go into a hidden place, meaning it would have to go into the mouth and onto the tongue. And since there was something in between her teeth, that's a chatzitza, and it's not a valid Tvila. So my answer is no. Need to be as Maim Lebi Inon. Granted that water does not need to go into the mouth, but Makam Haroi Love by Maim Be Inon, it still has to be a place where if water were to go, it would be able to touch every part of the mouth. Krebzera is just like Krebzera. Says, anything which could be mixed doesn't have to be mixed. But something that's not fit to be mixed, so then Bila will be Ma'akiv. Now, this is something that comes up all throughout Shas. We find this in many different places, and this has to do with the carbon mincha. And the Gemara tells us that a mincha that's 61 Isarain is not allowed to be put in one Kli. And that's because it can't be mixed properly. There's too many ingredients and too small of a Kli for it to be able to be mixed. So the Gemara asks over there, but what do you mean? We know that if we have a mincha that wasn't mixed, it's not a problem. So who cares if this mincha can't be mixed. And on that, Reb Zeyra answers that if it's Roy Labila, if it could be mixed properly, so Bila's not Ma'akev. It's not a problem if it's not mixed. However, if it can't be mixed properly, so then there's a problem if it's not mixed. And it's the same thing. Water doesn't have to get into the mouth and touch the tongue. But if the mouth were to be open to allow water in there, so then water would have to be able to touch every single place. And if there's a chatzitza there, it's not valid. And now, Chafayam Bez on top, we go back to the discussion we started out today with regarding serious debates him. Is it considered serious or not? I think Mar tells the kid tonight, it's a machalikas tanayim. Now, the Pussek in regards to an animal being brought as a carbon tells us of certain movement it may not have. And what are some of those movement? Umauch, Vikasos, Vinosok, Vikaros. If an animal's private area is squashed, crushed, torn, or severed. Now Kulin Babatsim Div Rebihuda, Rebihuda says that all these are talking about the baits and the testicles. The Gemara just pauses and asks, Babatsim Veloy Begid? These apply by the testicles and not by the member itself. The gid itself is for sure considered revealed and exposed. So these for sure should apply to the gid and the chinishes they apply to the baitsim. So explain you right, Elakulan af Babatsim Dir Rebihuda, Rebihuda really says that all these also apply to the baitsim and for sure they apply to the gid. Now Rabbi Yazbin Yakavimer, he says, Kulin Begid, all these apply only to the gid but not to the baitsim because the baitsim are not considered gully, they're not considered exposed. This mum of squashed and crushed, that applies even to the Beitzim, because that's recognizable even in the Beitzim themselves. Again, even though they're enclosed by the scrotum, still you can tell if they're Moch or Kosos. However, Nosok Vikaros, this mum of torn and severed, begid in Beitzim Loi, that only applies to the Gid, but not the Beitzim. And now moving on to another Mishnah discussing more Kenyanim, this time talking about animals. Behema Gasa and Niknas Masira, a large animal, such as a cow or a horse, is acquired by way of Masira by handing it over. So the seller hands over the reins or the saddle to the buyer, and that way he's kind of it. The hadaka and a small animal, like a sheep or a goat, the hagba is acquired by hagba, lifting it up. They've read Meir, that's a Meir's opinion. Whereas Rebbe Lezra Chamayrim, they say, that a behemadaka, a small animal, could also be acquired by Meshicha, and it does not have to be lifted up. So I think Mar tells us, Darsh Rav Kimchunya, Rav Darsh in the following, in a place called Kimchunya, that a large animal could be acquired by Meshicha, which means that the buyer pulls the animal towards himself. Even though in our Meshicha, we did not say this is a valid form of kin of a large animal, because it's not standard to do mashicha to such a large animal. 
And what happened? Shmuel encountered some Talmidim of Rav. Amrlu, we asked them, Did Rav really say that a large animal is acquired by Mashiach? Our Mashiach says that it's acquired only by Mashiach, not by Mashiach, for Rav not even Mashiach. And I know that Rav also holds that it's acquired by Mashiach. Was Rav Chaiser from Mashiach and he allows even Mashiach by a large animal? So we answer no. Rav Darshan like the following Tana, the Tanya of Abraham, the Chamayim, the Chamayim say, Zuvazu, Nikkens, and Mashiach, that both large and small animals could be acquired by Mashiach. And Rav Shimon and Rav Shimon says, Zuvazu, both large and small animals have to be acquired by Agba by lifting them up. And that's the only way they could be acquired. Now, Maskal Rav Yasef asked, El Me'ata, Pillar of Shimon, Ma Yikna, according to Rav Shimon, how's a person supposed to acquire an elephant? You run a circus, you want to buy a new elephant, or you just want an elephant to take for a joyride on weekends and holidays. How is a person supposed to acquire that, according to Rav Shimon? You can't lift an elephant. So I told him, Bechalipin, with a Kenyan Chalipin. The buyer hands a seller handkerchief, and that creates the Kenyan. We've spoken about Kenyan Chalipin before, so that's the way an elephant can be acquired. Inami Besarchis Makaimai. Or you could just rent the place where the elephant is, that would be considered a Kenyan Chatzar. Rabbi Zeir he says differently. Maybe Arba Kalim Manichan Tachas Raglov. The buyer can bring four of his own Kalim and place them under the feet of the elephant, and when the elephant is on top of them, so that's considered like a Kenyan Chatzar of sorts. His Kalim are acquiring for him. The Gemara pause and asks, Shamus Munad, does that mean that we learn from here, Kalim Shal Kach, Rashus Meicher, Kanul Akach, that if the Kalim of the Lekach and the Rashus of the Meicher, the Lekach could be Kaina? For example, if Lekach's backpack is in the Rashus of the Meicher, and the Meicher places something into his bag, it seems to be a contrary Zeir, he's going to be Kaina. And this actually Machlaikis and Mesechas Basra. So do we have an answer for this Machlaikis based off what Rabzeir just said? So Gemara says, no, not Ariah. Hachamayaskin, what are we talking about over here in Shitas Rabzeira? The Simta. We're talking about a Simta, which is an area right next to the Rashus Rabim. It's not considered Rashus Rabim or Rashus Yachid, and everyone has the right to use it. And that's where the elephant is. And that's what Rabzeir was referring to the Lekach can take four Kalim and place them underneath the feet of the elephant. And when the elephant goes on them, so then his Kalim are kind of for him. Chafafamaraf on top. Last suggestion, Inami alternatively, Bechavile's Myrais with bundles of vines. Bundles of vines, three Tfachim high, can be placed in front of the elephant. And then Lekach can make him go onto these bundles. And now that he's three Tfachim above the ground, because that's how tall these bundles were, it's like Lekach picked up the elephant. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with a brand new mission discussing more Kenyanim. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.